Media.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock the Dino 9. Gamezilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, the Deadite Knight! It is the most celebrated day of the calendar. It is the Deadite Knight's bitchin' birthday bash 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 31 and looking for some fun. We're doing a podcast. Right, but ladies, hands off. He's married. Fel- old. Fellas, fellas, though. I mean, fair fellas, game. fair game. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, welcome to episode two hundred eighty-four of the Gamezilla Podcast, brought to you by this cold, delicious beer I'm drinking, <laughs> and our supporters on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Gamezilla Media. Go there today and financially contribute. Open up your hearts. You don't need to give money to sick animals while Alanis Morissette music is playing. You need to give money to your favorite podcast while this the, this wonderful intro is playing. Uh, go to Patreon.com. Patreon starts at just $1 a month, but $5 a month is where you get exclusive access to shows nowhere else. And trust me, we have shows everywhere. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, uh, of course, GameZillaMedia.com. These shows aren't in any of those places. They are exclusive only to Patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia. And every one of your GameZillaMedia podcasts that you listen to gives you at least one exclusive show right there on Patreon a month. So that is at least five extra Gamezilla Media podcast shows every single month. So go there, start your patronage today, and get all the behind the scenes perks of being a patron. Thank you so much to all of our current patrons, and a special thank you to all of our future patrons who are listening to me right now and think it's that guy's birthday. I should financially contribute to his podcast. Also, Coconut Red Bull. Thank you. You're tasty. Hey, that. Whoa, whoa. They didn't pay for that. I didn't describe what brand of beverage I was having, just what it's made out of and it's made out of beer the best kind of beverage anyways you could have said nondescript coconut energy drink nah this is our last hoorah they get a free ad a free ad on twitch before that's right before we do what next week grim we're going to mixer i reserve the horns only for myself so happy birthday to me we're going to mixer and i messed up the horns <laughs> we're going to mixer it's gonna be a new sa- new platform all the same wrong button pressing for there me there is i'm at this point now that this is impossible there is no way he just was on 20 months last yeah time. There, there's something there's something Something's he, glitched. he subbed he saw a sub three weeks in a row he's glitching he's glitching this system we got to stay here just so we can get BMC's $5 a month. We can't go to Mixer I, I know, now. right? Anyways, we're going to Mixer. Mixer.com slash Media. It will be happening next week. That's right. Me, you want to make this thing live? You want to make it happen? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought I hit the button. It's at the very top. It's at the top. There it is! Yeah! Mixer! 
That's right, Mixer! One more time, Mixer! And you go there right now. Mixer and happy birthday to me. And you go to Mixer.com slash GameZilla Media, and you hit that follow button. Okay? Because we're going there next week. It's happening. So we we look forward to everybody joining us over on Mixer. But we're going to... We timed this perfectly right around Deadite's birthday so that we can have a hell of a last show here on Twitch. My birthday always gets insane, and there's always a fire, and we're going to burn this studio to the ground, and you know, we'll have a new one next week. Yeah. For Mixer. Yeah, because we're going to Mixer! And we'll have insurance money! Mixer.com slash GameZillaMedia. Wait, does me... Mixer.com slash GameZillaMedia. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Mixer.com slash GameZillaMedia. I think this is working. I really feel like I need to go follow this channel. As someone who used to write commercials for the radio, I can tell you that what you're doing is working. Perfect. Excellent. Excellent. Anyways, <clears throat> did I mention we're going to Mixer.com slash Media next week? That's a website. It is. Oh. Man. It's coming you back. Dust, you dusted that one Miggy, off. Miggy reminded like, me yeah. that I had a, I used to have a catchphrase, and it was, it's a website. You picked this thing up, you're like, what is it? Yeah, it was, <laughs> you blew it off, you're like, oh my god, how did we forget about this gym? If I feel like we just got the relic uh, that Indy took from that temple at the beginning yeah. of, of uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Good job. And he there you go. I, yeah, I'm not really an Indiana Jones guy, but he's got that wonderful gold relic and that is me saying it's a website after we talk about websites yeah because we're going to mixer.com slash media <laughs> it's a website it's a little early i'm rusty all right <laughs> anyways we do have a show for you here uh we're gonna get into the news but before we do that just remember mixer.com slash media we're going there next week it's be a, there it's a website we got some big plans all right you ready for the news Yes. All right. Let's get in the news. I am. I'm a year older and a year wiser. I am prepared for life now. Are you prepared for these news topics, though? They're a doozy. You know, you told me we were going to just do a live stream of Jaws Unleashed tonight because it was my birthday, and then I got here and you didn't have a copy of the game. You don't own an Xbox. No. And you you changed the locks. I had to break a window to get right, in. Right, but you did get Del Taco and you did get a birthday gift. This is true. I'm going to talk about the birthday gift later. Okay. Here's the news. It was Del Taco. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Downloading. Topic number one. The group that can do no wrong. Sony's poster boy, poster child, way up on that pedestal. Naughty Dog has delayed The Last of Us Part 2 until May 2020. <gasps> That's Not right. a delay. Not Naughty Dog. Not any delay, but this is a delay after, what, last month when we actually got the release date of this game? <laughs> yeah, it seems insane to announce the date and then a month later be like, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't know a month ago you weren't going to make that deadline? So this is this is pretty pretty intense here or pretty big delay because we were going to get this game February 21st, 2020. And now we're getting it in May. That's a different month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's not the same. That's not the same day. It's not the same month. It's, what, why? It's in the future further. It's further into the yeah. future. So they delayed it three months, you know, basic, assuming that we're going to get it late in May, right? So about three months. And I just, to me, like, everybody was like, yeah, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Like, and you're right. You know what? You're right. If they need extra time, it is a good thing. The thing that really bugs me about it is that we have, we literally had the release, the announcement of the release window. And then it was like, okay, did, was everybody happy? Yeah? Cool. Can we tell them about the delay now? Because we, we had to know about it already. Like, it just happened, and now we're like, nope, we need 90 more days. My bad. Our bad. Like, uh, it's, one of the worst, it's one of the worst announcements into a delay that I can remember of recent time. Here's what I feel like. Here's what this, this makes me feel. I'm at a restaurant. I order a chicken sandwich because I see a chicken sandwich on the menu, and the waitress writes down chicken sandwich. And then, like, 30 minutes goes by, and you're like, hey, waitress, when are we getting this chicken sandwich? We know it exists. We've known about it for a while, 20 minutes, half hour. When am I getting that? Then the waitress is like, chicken sandwich, it's coming right up. I just saw them finish your sandwich. You're like, okay, great. We're getting. I'm getting my sandwich very soon. And the waitress come, come back and be like, yeah, we don't have any chicken, though, so we're going to have to send someone to the store to buy some and then cook you some? Like, oh, like 10 minutes ago, you said you, it was like done. You saw it. So that's that's kind of what I feel like. How did, how did that waitress not know prior that someone needed to be sent out for more birds? Yeah, and that's a great it's a, that's a great example because the creator creative director, uh, Neil Druckmann, uh, issued a blog post addressing the delay, noting that the game isn't quite up to Naughty Dog standards. So the quote basically says, at this point, we are we were faced with two options compromise parts of the game or get more time we went with the latter and this new release date allows us to finish everything to our level of satisfaction while also reducing stress on the team you are telling me that you didn't know this for like 20 days beforehand when you had the event like okay hold on let me figure this out this was uh, this was october 24th Okay, this is four days ago. When was the uh, the the PlayStation event? It was it was it in September? Uh, it sounds about right. Was it less than a month? Like I feel like it's definitely less than a month from the actual release date. So, Dad, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, you look it up. You tell me what you think about this delay, because like I get it from the standpoint that you want the best game possible, of course, especially this game. But I just feel like, why give us a February window when you probably really knew it should have been May? And it, like, if you would have just said May, would have anybody cared? But but what if they would have a month ago said spring twenty twenty? Even then, like, okay, hey, guess what? Um, a couple like around holidays, maybe you announce like it's actually coming in February. That wouldn't bother anyone. Um, yeah. It's just, it's strange to me to do that, but it's kind of one of those things like delays are a bummer, but like, I'm still really pro, like I'd rather have a complete game or the complete vision of the game delivered to me. We do live in a world where like unfinished garbage gets shipped to people all the time and it's good that people go, yeah, hey, we need more time on this. That's understandable. This sort of stuff happens. It's just crazy to be given a date and then roughly a month later the company go, oh, yeah, 
No. Let, let's say, let's theorize for a second. I know we're, we're throwing out speculation. What if Sony wanted to announce the date and Naughty Dog wasn't as into that date? Like, what if the people at Naughty Dog were like, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. They're like, yep, Sony's like, yep, this is the date we're doing. There's a chance that there was a that's miscommunication true. on that. Like this that's could have been true. Sony's bad oppo- and Naughty Dog was like finally was like it's not happening. We need to move this back to May. Like that could have happened. We don't know. I'm speculating. So um, I'm literally seeing reports on September 24th, and we got this on October 24th. Yeah. So one month exactly. All of a sudden, we got to delay this three months. Yeah. Here's my thing. There are so many good video games coming out in the next six months. That's technically seven months away. We'll call last of us seven months away. There's so many good games coming out. I'm not, not gonna. I'm need, not gonna miss it being there. I'm not saying I need this video game right now. I'm not saying that there isn't anything to play right now. But what I'm saying is, from the standpoint, if this is Sony's fault, then Sony should stand should stand up and say, hey, we uh, jumped the gun and got really excited and said this, and it turns out they need more, a little more time. That was our bad. Because right now, it just looks like, it just unfortunately looks like Naughty Dog came out and got, you know, was super duper excited, and then, I don't know, their workforce was like, hey, we need more time or we're going to strike or something. And they were like, oh, we got to delay the game three months. I don't know. 30 days after we announced the, the release window. It, it does seem foolish. It does seem like an oversight. It seems like they got overzealous on that, but I don't know. It, it's interesting. I don't remember I don't remember another time that a game was delayed so close to the release of when people said it was going to come out. Like, oh, hey, here's a date exactly 30 days later. Uh, it turns out we need three more months. It, it, to me, it would seem a little less wild if it was like, hey, we announced February. It's actually going to be March. Okay, so this was announced at the end of October. So let's think about this. You had November, December, January, February, right? You had four, four months, basically, let's say. A little less. And they had to kick it out to seven. And they had to kick it out to seven. So that's basically what they did. They're like, we have less than we have less than half a year. We want we need a little bit more over that. And it was like, so when you look at that, and then the, your reaction from the creative director is. Some some parts of the game just aren't living up to Naughty Dog standards. That's, for me, that's kind of a flag where I'm like, okay, you were like, you were really down in like crunch time. You were really, you should have been in like polishing mode, and and this delay is for extra polish, or were there actually some problems that we're going back and we're correcting now? I no. don't know. We'll see. It's it's tough, and again, uh. You know, you could be like uh, 2K and put out a professional wrestling video game that uh, is completely unfinished and garbage and millions of people buy it. Uh, or you could be like Naughty Dog and delay a game proper uh, and hopefully actually put out a, a quality game that lives up to the legacy of the original. Yeah. So uh, I'm very pro the delay. It's just crazy the way it's being uh, communicated to us. Yeah. It's also, okay, here, actually, let me let me put this out there to you. Would this delay be more, maybe more annoying if January rolled around month before the game's supposed to come out? And they're like, actually, we need three more months. They're letting us know the delay maybe as soon as possible. And to me, I like <sighs> that because, again, like I just said, there's plenty of things to play because there very well could be people that maybe weren't going to buy Cyberpunk or weren't going to buy like another February or March game that now go, well, if I don't have Last of Us in that time window, I am going to put my time into those other I think games. my problem with this is that w- w- your your question, my answer would be it would be annoying 
but my problem right now is that this is literally within 30 days, maybe slightly less when, than when you announced the release window. Yeah. So for me, it just feels like February was never realistic. It was never realistic. And so to, like at that point, I'm sitting here like, okay, if you did this in January, a month before the game came out, yeah, that would be a, that'd be a blow. But you'd sit there and say, okay, well, they had one month they need, they need, you know, they, instead of 30 days, they need 120 days. And, and, you know, like, but at that time, you would have seen, you would have assumed that they were attempting to hit that February date. Here, it kind of feels like that February date was never real. I want, I want to spec, I want to speculate and blame for a second again. I'm, I'm back on my speculation train. I like it. It's definitely Mickey's fault. You watch PlayStation Experience. Unfortunately. Dude, they didn't have anything else. I know. I think this was on Sony. I think this was Sony's decision to make the date announcement so they had something to get some attention because that PlayStation Experience, uh, you know, what was it? Was it, was it, wait, it wasn't PlayStation. It was one of those state of plays. State of play. It was the most recent state of play. It had nothing. It had nothing. It was a it was an unexciting little presentation, and the only thing anyone was talking about after that was we have la- we have the Last of Us date. So so Sony did the right thing by drawing up some excitement or c- continuing the excitement around that game, getting people focused back on them and their brand. I I don't think this was on Naughty Dog. I think this was a Sony move. I think that, I think this was the parent company saying we're announcing this. Yeah, it probably. I mean, they've done it before. So, I don't know. I just thought it was so. It just it does it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It just doesn't sit well with me. I don't like the fact that you just had this big event that was built around this game and it was everything for everyone. And then you're like, oh, uh, yeah. Well, thirty days later, we're gonna delay it. So, and again, it, it, the game will be fine. People will love it and everything. But just for, for the initial reaction, the knee jerk reaction is like, this is stupid. Like, why, why? Here we are again, showing off games and and make and throwing dates around that, that theoretically never had any shot in hell of actually achieving. So, and whoever's fault that's on, be it Sony, be it Naughty Dog, uh, be the mix of the two. Like, just stop. Just just do better. That's all I have to say. All right. Ready to move on to topic number two? Yes. Topic number two. We got a Twitch megastar. Me! Joining, <laughs> joining, joining the likes of Ninja on Mixer. It's you! <laughs> We're going to Mixer! We and are. it's my birthday! <laughs> <laughs> this is all true, but we're also going to talk about <laughs> Shroud making his move to Mixer as an exclusive streamer. So uh, this is the move uh, following uh, August's move of Ninja. Well, after our announcement last week, Shroud, we had, did, you know. yeah, Shroud had to really you know step up his game because we were really you know push pushing the envelope there, but. Uh, Shroud is the latest Twitch megastar to abandon Amazon-owned streaming service in favor of Microsoft's Mixer platform. Um, the former professional Counter-Strike global offensive player made his announcement on Twitter. Uh, his first stream is the, was the same day that he made the announcement, which was uh, on the 24th as well, October 24th. So 
Um, he then went on the mixer around 8 p.m. Eastern time and made some he uh, jokes in his announcement video that he's making moves, following the same footsteps as another popular streamer, Ninja. And he even released a fun trailer, like this super, like, super, like, intense um, video of him walking down this, like, LED-lit hallway and it's just, like, he's, this epic, like, proportions with sunglasses on and a hood. And he's like, yeah, I'm walking towards my computer and looks like a badass. And then, basically, like, the lights get flipped on and his, like, wife, I believe? Wife? Girlfriend? Fiance? Wh- a woman. A yeah. woman. I'm, I'm not Who we sure. assume I'm is a woman. I'm not sure his relation status, but um, she's just holding a cat in the kitchen. Is like, you know, hey, well, we got to do this. And, and, you know, he's like, but, but I'm like, I'm playing video games. And he waves to the cat and gets back in the mixer. You know, That's a good video. Having a lot of fun, just like Ninja had fun when, when he made his announcement where he did like a press conference, you know, sports press conference type thing, like the decision, like a LeBron's type thing. But um, anyways, Shroud is probably the, one of the best, definitely one of the best shooters I've ever watched. Arguably the best shooter in the world for someone that, Theoretically, is retired from the pro scene and just tearing it up on on streaming. So a big win for Microsoft to bring him over the day that Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was clearly a very smart plan here. So this is the second big uh, superstar that Mixer's locked down fourth. Th- Right, right, right. Fourth. Yeah. Us. Yeah, us too. I forgot about the contracts. Those lucrative mixer contracts. But uh, ours we can't release the details on. But yeah, no. Or if they're real. Yeah, or if they're real. <laughs> but all I can say is Mixer, Microsoft, they are changing the industry. They are literally turning these streamers into professionals beyond what they were already considered as professionals. This is the next generation of how this stuff's going to be handled. You're going to see more contracts being put out there. You're going to see these companies fighting over the big names. You're going to lock these people down into year, two year, three year contracts so that your so that your platform can absorb um, all those viewers for these big games that are coming out. And, Microsoft is stepping up with their with with their business background, not saying Amazon doesn't have business background, but they are stepping up and they are literally just buying themselves into being relevant within the streaming platform. Now, mind you, Mixer is very small compared to Twitch when when you look at the numbers, but at the same time the growth that they have uh, that they have built is still very impressive. So Mixer jumped about three million views in August, um, back when Ninja joined. Uh, in that same time period, Twitch jumped about um, what would that be? Seventy million, three million to seventy million. Wow. So Twitch is still very large, but now, what's now? I'm curious what. Uh, October, well, I guess probably November. What's November going to look like now once you get a full solid month of Ninja and Shroud both on Mixer? And who's next, right? Like, this is clearly a trend here, and Microsoft is building themselves into a premier platform. And so the, you know, this is this is very interesting because before this, you just kind of felt like, yeah, you had these people, they had their brand, that they cared about, that they took care of, and Twitch was just a platform. 
And sure, when Twitch saw like a co-interest like a thing, they would give Ninja and help him build out a New Year's Eve party mm -hmm. or whatever it was. But it wasn't like a true like a true partnership, a true like sponsorship, whatever whatever you want to however you want to look at it when that contract signed. This is different. This is like this is this is like a true sports player. Like, hey, you're really good at football. Here's your guaranteed money if you sign with us, and then here's the perks. You know, here's your bonuses if you hit certain goals. That is literally what's happening to to Ninja and Shroud right now, in the sense that they're locking themselves in the mixer. They're being signed by the Detroit Lions, and they're doomed. But in all reality, no, they're they're doing quite well for themselves. That's true. They got speak, speaking of Ninja, he was at the Lions game this week. He was, yeah, yeah, honorary captain because he's a Detroit boy. Yep. So, I mean, with that being said, you know, you're locking yourself in where, yes, you're going to have a lot of streamers because you're successful because you're Shroud and you're Ninja, but at the same time, your 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 revenue flow is guaranteed, or or some of it at least is guaranteed based off of that contract. It's it's just business. It's just smart, and Microsoft is the first one to it. And, then, and you know, now you're going to see people. I'm assuming what we're going to see is copycats we're going to see twitch try to do the same thing we're going to see uh any other platform even like youtube or stuff try to do something similar even facebook gaming you know to an extent is probably going to try to hold on to what they you know some of their bigger streamers in this same category and facebook kind of does this already actually so i don't want to say mixer was the first ever but this was like but on the scale of like this epic proportion and this type of this type of uh, you know superstar, which would arguably be be like your biggest streamers out there, Ninja being number one a lot of the time. I know it's not the peak of Ninja, but it is still is. He's still when he when Ninja's online, he's still technically your number one. You know, Shroud very much yeah. can compete for that spot too. The thing about Ninja that goes beyond what the his current or actual numbers let's say over the last six months are ninja is the biggest name in yeah, streaming exactly people that aren't in the video game world there's a chance they know about this fortnite player named ninja they they've seen him around he's he's way more everywhere uh than anyone else who's a streamer if you think streaming, a lot of times you end up thinking Ninja. I mean, so. I could go to Target and buy Ninja boxers. I'm not saying I have, but I'm totally wearing them right now. I'd like to see that. No, I'm not. It's my birthday. Please do not <laughs> deny me that. It is my birthday. We're going to Mixer. Mixer.com slash GamesLittleMedia. That's a website. Next week. Anyways, I watched uh, I watched Shroud stream a couple days over the weekend, and it was a lot of fun to watch. He is so good. At what he does, um, I literally watched him get thirty kills in a row, like going for that thirty kill in a row, which then grants you a nuke. And several times when he got to like twenty five and then and then died, but still like the twenty five kills in a row, I'm like, oh that's, my that's god, stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> it's insane. The things that he sees before anybody else is just nuts. The dude's the dude's a alien or a robot or something. It's crazy. I'm going robot. But uh, make sure to uh, hop if you're okay. You're all coming to Mixer because you're gonna come hang out with us. So make sure you hop over to Shroud and Ninja's channel because right now you can get free subscriptions to both of their channels, 
which then gives you extra emotes, gives you more abilities within their channel, gives you stuff that you can share into other channels. And when we're not online, because you love us so much, when we're not online, they might be. And you can earn, I think, two times um, what, what they call the currency over there, Sparks. So as you sit there and watch, interact, uh, you can grow your Spark library or your Spark bank bigger uh, on any channel that you subscribe to. So there you go. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to Shroud. So we're going to move into topic number three. Blizzard just cannot stop the leaks. <laughs> I know, I know the feeling. Like yeah. I said, I had I had hungry howies for lunch and yeah. Del Taco for dinner, which means I'm having diarrhea tomorrow. Which means so. that chair is going out in the trash once this podcast is over. We need Secret Labs chairs. We do. And I would try really hard to keep it clean. We're working on it. We are working on it. Um, but last week we talked about Diablo 4. It's, let's be honest, it's it's happening next week. We're going to hear about Diablo 4 next week. And we're like, man, that's a big leak. That's a, that's a big screw-up by that magazine that threw an art book in there that happened to talk about Diablo 4. So, you know, like, what's what's a worse leak that could happen? Like, how could it get any worse than that, right? I mean, Diablo is a big deal, even though I've never played it and I don't really care too much. Yeah. I still can recognize that... That's a pretty significant deal, even though, in my opinion, like from a from the perception of the entire gaming industry, I feel like Diablo, because it has been a little while since there has been a release, has sort of lost some of its steam, and I think Blizzard has bigger IPs now. Yeah, but when you think Blizzard, Diablo is definitely an anchor. But there's another game that I think is much more relevant. Absolutely. Much more relevant, especially with the world of esports and everything else that's been just booming over the last year, and that is Overwatch. Of course. To me, Blizzard is an Overwatch in in this state, but it's also the only Blizzard game I've ever really been into. Yeah. And so what what I'm referencing, though, is that you got le- Diablo 4 got leaked because of an art book through a German magazine or whatever it was. Overwatch 2 got leaked out because of an internal... Wait, what? What are we talking about? What <laughs> Overwatch happened? Overwatch 2 I'm ju- got what? leaked out from Blizzard. What? Through, ma- from internally through Blizzard. There's an Overwatch 2? Oh, yeah. Overwatch 2. It's a thing. I honestly didn't see this coming at all. I didn't see this coming. I thought they were just going to continue to build Overwatch. I didn't so, realize. So here's where I... Okay, and that's what we need to get into. But first of all, Overwatch 2, there there was these leaks that happened, beca- you know, that ESPN was able to obtain um, some information, and it did talk about Overwatch 2 and... Isn't that weird? Some of the modes. ESPN, ESPN is yeah. now leaking things? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, they didn't leak it. ESPN yeah. obtained this information from a reputable source that had that has predicted things in previous BlizzCons that did come true. So they have a good track record. They were and they acquired this documentation that was like <coughs> uh, training materials. Bless you. Yeah, yeah, that was me sneezing my youth away. Yeah, because it's my birthday and we're going to Mixer next week. <laughs> <laughs> so. The materials were like training materials for employees, and that's how they got a hold of that. So on top of that, though, there was an ad that got put out on the Blizzard store that was literally for Overwatch 2. 
So even Blizzard was like, shit, we fucked up, and they pulled that back. Like, you can't go, you can't find that image anymore. But of course, people screenshot it. We, it, it's out there now. So, anyways, the idea here is people have pumped the brakes and they've and they've actually pulled they've pulled it back a little bit to talk about the fact that they're like, hey, it might not be Overwatch two, it might be Overwatch chapter two, in the sense that it is the same game, but it's the next chapter of the game. Similar to what Fortnite did, which is still un- to me unexpected because until this moment right now we, we we knew that there were a little bit of rumors because there was uh, a couple of games in Blizzard that got uh, basically canned, put on put on hold, whatever, and and those teams got shifted to the Overwatch project, and and the speculation was because they were building out these new uh, modes, these new sections of the game, so on and so forth. So the uh, the update here that, that they did post today was that to cl- uh, clarify on the, some of the original stuff is that the next iteration of Overwatch will not be Overwatch 2, but instead will be Overwatch Chapter 2. Um, they've also basically said that Blizzard will reveal uh, new, th- new details about the next iteration of Overwatch at BlizzCon next week. Overwatch 2 will feature a new logo for the franchise, new game modes, maps, heroes, and a PvE feature. And it seemingly will be revising hero abilities for that PvE experience. Uh, ESPN obtained the information via source at BlizzCon and uh, as well as training documents at the event. The new uh, logo sports the same circular design as the original Overwatch logo, but with an orange 2 added to the right side. So... Let's talk about a few things that they, they, they got into with this leaked documentation. Hero talents and in-game items also appear to be coming to Overwatch 2 PvE mode, which according to ESPN's reporting will feature at least one mission, uh, according to images obtained by Overwatch YouTuber Stylosa, that this appears to mean that instead of a two to four primary skills, think tracers, recall, and blink abilities, each character will have some sort of progression system that unlocks additional abilities the more they level up, with players able to select an unspecified number of talents. And then they actually show a screenshot where it's Tracer, and then there's like six different abilities, and that you start with one, and then you can, you, you, as you level Tracer up, you can earn more. So a progression system within the PvE mode. Interesting. The PvE mission will be a four-player story-based sequence set in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, Overwatch 2 will also debut a new game mode called Push, which will be set on a new map based in Toronto, Canada. Um, both, both. <laughs> okay, the, yeah. I I love Toronto. Not that scenic to just uh, to yeah, just but, build a level around. But it's, to blow it up, future Toronto, you never know. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Both. There, better, there better be ice. <laughs> Both the new PvE mission and new push mode are expected to be playable at BlizzCon on November 1st. Uh, the training document also contains information about Echo, the 32nd second hero in Overwatch. According to ESPN, Echo is uh, referenced by artwork in the training document and is expected to be announced at BlizzCon as well. Of course, Blizzard did not respond to ESPN about any of this. But um, yeah, I don't know. This is uh, this is this is a big leak, and for it to just kind of fall out because of training document being left laying around and, and all that stuff. I mean that 
that's really sloppy on their part. The the that second piece I told you about though, uh, as well was after all of this, the artwork that leaks through the Blizzard store shows the potential for a future hero. So everybody kind of backtracked and said, "Oh, you know what? Echo's not going to happen. Our bad. Like we got a little too excited." And then artwork hit the Blizzard store that included Echo right in the artwork. Yeah. So that was, um, you know, oops, our bad. But yeah, um, so we'll see. We're expecting to get Chapter 2, Overwatch 2, whatever they're going to introduce it as, with PvE, new game modes, maps, a new hero, all of this is going to be hitting Overwatch. If this is true and we get all of this for Overwatch, and then on top of that we pull... The Diablo 4. I mean, even though it has leaked, BlizzCon is real or Blizzard is really setting up for an a epic BlizzCon event that I can't think of in the recent years something that had this much packed into it. Cause we still haven't even talked necessarily about what they're gonna be doing with their card game that's been unfortunately seeing a lot of negative attention because of what's going on in Hong Kong. And, and their reaction to some of their pro players trying to support the protests in Hong Kong, but also uh, Heroes of the Storm and anything else that they have up their sleeve that Blizzard wants to roll out. Yeah. Yeah, bl- here's the thing. I'm getting kind of tired of these leaks. I like I like watching a show and having, uh, yeah. the, having the moment of awe, the moment like, like imagine... I probably wouldn't have watched it live, but let's say one of us or both of us did decide we want to watch you know, the BlizzCon presentations... To watch them online and then all of a sudden, like, just be able to see, not just read about, but see in an experience everything that whatever this next phase of Overwatch is going to be. It would have been a really fun moment to be excited as gaming fans and fans of this franchise that this leak does take away from us. I don't want to read the confirmation that Overwatch 2 is happening. I wanted the end of BlizzCon to show me the surprise and me be excited there. And... It happens every time there's one of these leaks. It takes away from the the moment you get to have as a fan of that franchise. So uh, I'm get, I'm just getting tired of the leaks. Just like I don't watch movie trailers anymore, really, because I, I don't want to know what happens in the movie. I want to go see the movie. And it's the same thing. If I'm going to sit through these, these presentations, I want the moments that are supposed to be big moments to feel like a big moment to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I mean, the leaks, I don't know. They're... It happens. You can't blame people for running with information yeah. that they get, but oh, yeah. I just, the information I'd gets not out know there. I don't. I don't blame them at all. It's not like they, you know, it's not like they should sit on it. But at the same time, I feel like the company themselves, like Blizzard, and them should they should just try harder to to or, secure this or stuff. at all just try. Yeah, because like I feel like there are certain groups out there's certain things out there that when these announcements hit, you're like, oh wow, that came out of left field, and they always seem to be able to do a pretty good job of keeping it like locked down, you know. Um, but at the same time, like I guess Apple, there's a lot of rumors that swirl around Apple, but really it's they do a good job of not letting anything leak until they're ready to talk about it. Sure, there's tons of rumors, and sure, maybe there's a couple like hints of like a case out there, and based off of how the case is cut, they, people are assuming things, but you're still waiting for Apple to open their mouth because that's when you're like, okay. Now I'm now we know. Yeah, with big tech like Apple or Google or whoever, Google's there, a horrible example. There, there's patents out there. You know, like like yeah. that information can you know, and even like system hardware, you can glean information out the patents, off the trademarks, like that sort of stuff's out there. It should be a lot easier to keep software information 
proprietary to your company yeah. until you you want to put it out there. But when you send out you know training documents and then they just get left laying around where people can can collect them, you know that's that's the thing. Or you or and we don't even know that's the case if this training document was just like picked up or did somebody like fr- from Blizzard be like, hey yeah, check this out, look what I got. And at that point, you have even a bigger problem is that you have employees that just don't give a shit. So I, um, I don't know. The, the leaks are ridiculous because, like, to me, like, I'm, I'm most excited right now for um, Xbox or X19, right? X19, which is happening in London uh, in just a couple weeks. I think uh, November 14th or the 11th through the 14th, something like that, um, which is their big yearly Xbox event that they will be talking more about the Xbox Scarlet. Yeah. Right. So like I'm super pumped if it all leaks three days before the event. That's like I hate that. I don't like, yes, I'm excited for it, but I want Phil Spencer to take the stage and just blow my goddamn mind with what's about to happen in a year with the Xbox brand. And that's the person I want to deliver the message, not some German magazine that posted an ad about this art book that in the eight. 18th page talks about Diablo 4 in it and that's how we find out about Diablo 4 and now we're just going to sit back at BlizzCon and be like here it comes yep um yep there it is cool and then we'll see the game we're like oh yeah and that's where we'll get excited again but like just that that initial shock will not be there and that's such a such a just bummer like that shock of like and I hate I always use Bethesda as an example, but they did such a good job the one year, and that was Fallout 4. Yeah. I mean, Fallout 4, they they had people drooling. They had people lose consciousness. Like, it was unreal, this just bomb they dropped. And then they dropped a release date that, by the way, was insane because it was the same year at the announcement of the game that we didn't know existed. What was it? So that been June, so July, August, like four, four months later, it was out. Yeah. And guess what they did? It really it was released. It, it made it. It wasn't like, hey, this game's gonna come out and 30 days later, like actually it'd be live, we need 90 more days. But <laughs> that's that's seven months after that. So like, anyways, the the leaking stuff is just out of control. And I we we live in a we live in a day and age that's like it's super hard to keep things silent i get that i mean so much stuff gets leaked but dear lord it doesn't sound like blizzard even tried it just like it they just takes some of the out of mcdonald's was like here's your training guide here's your tra- oh guys we gotta go just drop everything you got here we gotta go and then <laughs> just someone walked in bought some chicken nuggets they're like oh what's this and read through and they're like oh i'm gonna just you know upload this to espn yeah it just takes some of the fun all the leaks takes away some of the fun as a gaming fan yeah it does it does and it's unfortunate, but like, would you want to know the score of every no. football game on a no. Sunday? No, you want That's to sit down and I watch the game. It's why I also am that person that I, if I don't watch the game live, I, I can't. I'm not one of those people that can watch the game after. Like people are like, oh, I DVR'd the game. Don't tell me about it. Yeah. In my mind, it's, it's the same. in my mind, it's already. Ha- I know the game's already happened. There's already a winner. So that bothers me that I'm like, I'm not going to go watch the game. Just tell me who won. You know, like at that point. If I don't watch it live, I just just don't care when it comes to sports games. Obviously, I'm a little more lenient when it comes to leaks of video games because it allows us to do shows like this where we can talk about how this is stupid and it ruins things. But at the same time, we could talk about the fact that we didn't see Overwatch 2 
chapter two, whatever they're gonna, whatever yeah. they're going to call it, you know. And even some changes where we've they 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 mentioned based off the artwork that leaked that you know Tracer's outfit looks different, May's hairdo and outfit look different. Um, and man, what was the who was the last one that they made adjustments to? It was Ryan, I think Reinhardt and um, Farah maybe that both all all looked slightly altered yeah. they didn't look older so like age wise and stuff timeline wise it didn't look like it's gonna adjust too much but they did look just slightly different and yeah. we wonder why why that is so a couple questions for you uh i think we're both excited about the next phase for overwatch um do you think that this will just be a, a revamp of the game we already have potentially free or inexpensive to game owners or is this gonna be another full sixty dollar purchase what do you think Ooh, that's a good question so because it, it changes my excitement yeah it does definitely change i'm not excitement. if it's a full sixty dollar game i bet i don't buy it yeah i bet i don't buy into overwatch again because even when overwatch one came out i played a lot more online games and that yeah. was three years ago I, I, I so rarely just game online, especially like get six people together and do a party. You know, I just don't really do that anymore. So I don't see myself spending $60. I think Overwatch Chapter 2 or whatever, whatever it ends up being is going to be a, a, re, a, a relaunch or an add-on to the existing Overwatch. I don't think you're going to pay 60 bucks for a new game. I think this is like Fortnite Chapter 2 like they just did where you're literally just going to get a... You're going to have the core of the game and then these new additions. And I think the reason why I believe this is because this extra mode that's push, like we needed a, we needed additional gameplay in this game versus just moving the payload or holding the, you know, holding the location. Like we needed something else. So this new mode is coming in. And then this PVE thing, we've already dabbled. They've already dabbled with this in the sense of like seeing what players would do with it by giving us those holiday events that would have like a PVE issue. What I want to see now is that you took that and it sounds like you really like enhanced it and made it a true PVE experience because here are a bunch of characters that for some godforsaken reason we actually tr- really care about when theoretically you have one of the most hollow games in the world based around your characters. It kind of reminds me of League of Legends in the same sense where you have all this buildup around these characters and then you just go play on the same map and you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and you and there's no way to ever like learn about the character more except for like okay, well, yeah, I can go buy a comic here and there for Overwatch, and I can go look up things, lore about them, but, um, and I can, you know, I can dive down the, the, the dark, dark interwebs of, of uh, fan fan fiction when it comes to Overwatch characters, but... You on that deep web stuff. The deep web stuff. But in the end, it's like this game was developed based off of an MMO that was supposed to happen in Titan. Right, it was yeah. supposed to be the successor to World of Warcraft. So when we met these characters initially, we all wondered what were their roles in this MMO. Like how how was it actually going to play out? Because you you know you're like Bastion was this was part of this whole robot army, and you're like I want to know I want to see that story unfold. Like there's a field of just dead robots all there, and like you know Bastion's like the last of his kind almost, just walking through like all of his fellow robots that have been decommissioned. You have, you know, Winston, this giant ape that is super intelligent and all this stuff and lives in space. Like, there's just all these cool, like, 
characters and situations, but you just have a fragment. Yeah. So if you can take PVE and really do something good with it, you have me 1,000% back into Overwatch because I, I've played plenty of competition in Overwatch, and I have fun with it. But I, but I got tired of it. Is what it was. It just got it got too repetitive yeah. from, to keep I my fin- attention. I finally got tired of it, and the problem was is that when I got tired of it, there was absolutely nothing else to do. When you think of Destiny, and this is another game that I can't believe I'm sitting here using as a reference, but you think of Destiny, we would play competitive all the time and have a blast. But when we got sick of competitive because we just went on a losing streak or whatever, we all looked at each other and said, hey, let's go run some strikes. Hey, we got six people. Let's go try the raid. Hey, the DLC's out. Let's go learn about what's happening on the moon. You know, like stuff like that happened and it kept us in the game. It broke us away from competition enough that by the time we were done with the story, we were ready to go back to competition. Yep. That's what Overwatch needs. And if they can do it, I'm 100% on board. Yeah, I I think the price point, uh, depending on what is offered in this PVE pack, thirty bucks. Give me like a half price for a game, you know, like half the price of a full retail game. I'd probably be in if it's a good PVE experience and gives me something to do. I'd probably put thirty bucks, maybe even forty at it. I'm going, I'm going bold here. Yeah, this is gonna be free. That'd be that'd be cool. That would for sure get me back into yeah. playing Overwatch. No doubt, would I would I at least play this if it is a free. Uh, a free add-on. If it's if it's truly like Fortnite Chapter Two, if it's that sort of thing, you you got me. I'm gonna update Overwatch, and I, I haven't played Overwatch in over a year. Yep. I don't know. I've booted up Overwatch once since I've lived in my house. I will say the last time I played Overwatch it was wasn't a it, it wasn't a year ago. It was more recent more recent than that, but it was still a while, and that was my first time in a while before before that. It felt good, right? Like just like when I picked up yeah. Destiny Two. With Shadowkeep, it felt good. So I know I would enjoy it. It's just the fact that, like, okay, if I can go play some PvE with some friends, absolutely. And then they're going to talk me and saying, all right, well, we be, we played a bunch of PvE. You want to play a few rounds of competitive? I'll say, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm into it. You know? And so that's exciting. Um, the big thing, the my other bold, I think, free. it's a free update. You got Overwatch. Now you have Overwatch 2. That that's my thought. I don't I don't think they sell it to you because this is this is that this is the this is that upgrade. This is that next step to keep people invested in the game that I do believe, if you looked at it, has been trickling off. For sure, it has. I, it, it's had to. I do believe that because of it, their esport league has also impacted it. Not saying they did bad, but I'm saying season two of Overwatch League wasn't what season one was. Because I actually still followed season one. I didn't even, when season two ended, I didn't even know it ended. I was like, oh, we have a champion already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was playoffs? Win. So, anyways, my other bold statement that I think could happen at BlizzCon Overwatch goes cross play. That'd be big. That that might get me to spend money on getting it on Switch, too. That's. Yeah. I heard it doesn't want run great on Switch, so maybe they'd have to patch that a little bit more. But. Yeah. So I I'm, I kind of feel like you know it's an option that uh, Blizzard will will allow you to turn off type deal where where you're going to be able to say hey I'm playing competitively I don't want I'm using a controller I don't want to play against people that have keyboard mouse. Um, but at the same time I think it would be so smart of them 
now that everybody's on board, PlayStation's now live with their crossplay. Xbox has already been there. Switch has been friendly with everybody with that, and you know, on PC is PC. Take take a page out of Fortnite. Do this. It helped the game grow. It for would sure. help the game grow a, a ton. No doubt. All right, that's what I got. That's the topics. These are uh, these are this is the attack on news for these topics and much more. Visit gameslowmedia.com. Check out the blog. Check out the the YouTube videos. Everything else that we're doing on gamezillamedia.com. Good job, good job, birthday boy. Thank you. It is my birthday, and we are going to Mixer next week. Mixer.com. Mixer.com. It's a website slash gamezillamedia. That's our location. We are going to Mixer. Big, big, big movement here. And and I don't remember if I hit on this at the top of the show or not. You know, we have been talking about how we are going to Mixer. Uh, as the GameZilla podcast pre-show this week, Grim and I took about 15, 20 minutes, and we just sat down and had a conversation with you uh, about, you know, why we're going to Mixer, um, so just some thoughts about, you know, how we want to see this community grow and, and flourish and uh, just see our podcast reach some new people. Uh, it's available there for you. It's going to be free to the public. It's on Patreon. A lot of times our Patreon stuff is at the $5 exclusive content level. We wanted this one to be free and open to anyone who's a fan of GameZilla to go there and listen uh, just so you can understand the motivation because, you know, we, we just don't want anyone who watches us here on Twitch to feel left behind or feel abandoned. We just want you to be on the same page and at least understand where we're coming from with our move. We're excited to move to to Mixer and try something new. Uh, so, again, patreon.com slash games of the media. There's going to be a free show posted there for you um, just to kind of hear us out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the Zilla update. Boo. Bow. Ah, birthday boy! Why don't you take it? Lead, lead the way. What do you got? What do you got? Ooh, doing the birthday stuff, giving myself the horns. So, my gaming this week was minimal. Again, I had a had a very uh, busy nineteenth week. week in a row. Yeah, a lot, lot going on this week, but I did manage to shoehorn. Uh, a few minutes of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on the 3DS into my week. And I'm not going to lie, a lot of that's uh, factored in, but I know that Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming out. So I'm like, yeah, let me get back into Dark Moon because I played five hours of Dark Moon. So there's still probably five to six more hours of gameplay in that. I think it's around like a 12-hour game or something like that. So there's still some game, still some moon pieces for me to collect. So, uh, you know, sitting down, it's cool. They're, they're you know, 15, 20-minute little missions, and, and I do like that game. It's it's a Nintendo Selects or Player's Choice or whatever whatever the hell they call them now. It's like 20 bucks on the 3DS. So if you have a 3DS and you want to go back and play Luigi's Mansion on the cheap, that's a good way to do it. Or I've heard the new one. Is excellent. All the reviews are good for Luigi's Mansion Three on Switch. So Comes out later this week. Yeah. So uh, you know, I did I did some relaxing watching the Lions playing some Luigi's Mansion over the weekend, uh, and it was fun and it was relaxing. Uh, but my gaming moment of the week was also altered in a big way. Altered. Altered. I got to the studio today. I did my weekly check in with your wife. Say hello. See how see how her life's going. Yep. She's like, I want to go downstairs with you. We have something for you again. It's my birthday. So and we're it's going to It's birthday. <laughs> and we get downstairs and Grim's like, I got Del Taco. I'm like, oh hell yeah, Del Taco, birthday dinner. Let's do this. And then 
uh, Grim's wife Jade is like, yeah, I came down here so you can give him his gift, and and then you're like, what? You blew it! Like I, I like he had something set up, and I was like, why didn't you just play like you didn't get me anything or like it was upstairs? Because here goes Grim now rifling through the bag of Del Taco, finding out that he hid my gift underneath the tacos. He was gonna make me dig through all the tacos to get the gift out. Yeah, but so he didn't play it cool at all. He could have just been like, yeah, we'll give it to him after My we get these tacos. My wife didn't play it cool at all first. <laughs> then I didn't play it cool at all after. <laughs> and, uh, you know, reaches into this bag of tacos. You hand me three tacos, and then you hand me a copy of Link's Awakening because... I did finish Breath of the Wild. That was yep. my gaming moment of the week last week. And that was one thing I was like, I need to finish Breath of the Wild because I want to play Link's Awakening. So uh, I never played the Game Boy Color uh, DX version, never played the original Game Boy version. So this is the first time, same thing with you, yep. first time through this adventure. Uh, it's a game I've always wanted to play. I'm really excited. Uh, and uh, so thanks. Thanks for the birthday You're gift. Welcome. And we almost didn't have a show because I already started <laughs> my did. save file. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. And I look over and he's just buried in the switch. I'm already- I'm like, but like, it was like three weeks ago. I couldn't even get you to stop playing the game to do the show. And you're like, are you going to do the show? And I was like, you remember what it was like playing this game. So I'm, I'm already into it. I'm already 15 minutes into the game and loving the art style. I'm oh, yeah. excited to talk about it uh, more probably next week. Yep. Cool. Miggy, we got to uh, unmute him or... Uh, or no, he's, he's been unmuted the oh, whole time. Oh, okay. Gaming moment of the week. Video, what, what? video man. Player one, Miggy. Let, let, me let me give you the track. Ooh. Yeah, I wanted to give you the lead, and then I'll just I'll just continue off of that. Ah, <laughs> man, you even took my you even took that away from me. Jeez, I gotta come up with something new. But uh, yeah, yeah, like you said, lead kind of leads into yours. But um, my game moment of the week is uh, I got to play quite a bit of Ark. Um, you know, playing with the uh, with with, uh, with the community that uh that that Grim has uh put together. It's it's it, it was really nice. It was from a from a viewer standpoint, just being involved with a community over on uh, Mixer, where we're where we're going next week, um, Mixer.com slash Kingsville Media. <laughs> the, um, it, it feels great, and that's kind of what persuaded me to um, to be more active. Like I watch more Mixer now. I um, <laughs> am involved in a lot more of the chats. I mean, the community there is really supportive, really cool, really laid back. Even though you do have a few pepper of um, you know of, of goons in there that'll try and ruin your day, it's not like, like me well, gooning the biggest goon of all but um <laughs> but uh yeah yeah it was a lot of fun getting in there um learning still learning the um the you know how the mechanics of arc um my you know uh owl um gave me my first dinosaur which made building a lot easier um how did, how did owning a dinosaur make building easier? Well, your dinosaur can be your pack mule, and you can chop down wood and other uh, materials, and you can have it carry it. So yeah. instead of me trying to carry two it, pieces of wood and going back to my house, I just made the dinosaur do the work. It and doesn't it, seem right to tame such a regal beast of a dinosaur. It seems wrong. It seems like you're defying nature. Maybe. No, 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 no. It, what it, are you doing by putting them in pins? At least we let ours run free. Yeah, you're oppressing them. Uh, you're uh, oppressing them. Listen, I don't catch them. <laughs> I make them. I own them. <laughs> I, 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 Genetically we modified. We make ours, too. They're assets. They're not animals. Listen, they are alive. They deserve to be free. Generation two, 
Generation 2 and on are ours because we made them. We had the dinosaurs mate. We took the egg. We hatched the egg. We hatched the egg. It's ours. It's our dinosaur. Not the same as genetically uh, modified embryos mixed with frog DNA. They're not dinosaurs. They're my property. You won't tell me how to run my dinosaur park. You don't own life. I do. <laughs> On his birthday, he does. <sighs> But anyways, yes, it was a, it was it was a lot of fun. It's it Dadite's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, just just uh, looking forward to getting some more in. But yeah, turning it over to you, the big G. <clears throat> The big G. Yeah, big G. Big G. I want that one to stick around. That's the first time I've heard that one. Grim, a.k.a. Big G. The big G. But y'all can't call me Big D, though. (laughs) (laughs) That one's not going to stick around. That one's too accurate. It's too Mm, accurate. I don't want to lead anyone on. All right. So (laughs) my gaming moment of the week. Is uh, play, like like Mickey said, we had our first ever community night on Mixer uh, Friday, where we offered anybody that was following us on Mixer.com/slash Grimlock the Dino or Mixer.com/slash Owl Zero. We've been co-streaming Arc every Tuesday and Thursday. And we've met a lot of people that have been helping us learn the game, but at the same time, all kind of asked the same question. Can I join and help you? And so we got enough of that, you know, enough of that request that we're like, well, we don't, we, we want to keep this server what it is right now, which is a GameZilla surfer that Owl and I, you know, build on. And then from time to time, people like Miggy and Sean Flack and, and when Deadite gets an Xbox, Deadite join us in, in our GameZilla world. So what we did was we built a separate server because I own way too many Xboxes. And I was like, well, let's just fire up another Xbox and build another server. And every Friday, we'll have community night. So from 8 p.m. until 4 a.m. into Saturday, we streamed and hung out with any followers that wanted to join the server and play ARC. We all started at level one. 4 a.m.? When is that? That's not even a real time, yeah. is it? Yeah, I, I haven't was, seen 4 a.m. since I was, I was having, in college. I was having like problems of figuring out reality and, and arc and, and, and virtual reality. It, it was it was a it was a blur. But anyways, we had a really good time. We had like 15 people join the server, um, and we all like I said, we all started from scratch. And we all picked different areas of the island, uh, and a bunch bunch of people. So we started on the we, we picked the west side of the island, which is like a medium zone, um, and a bunch of people dropped with us and started. We just started building a society on the beach. Like all of a sudden, there was like eight huts, and like all now. Oh look, there's a pterodactyl, and there's a, oh this person just built a raft, and we were all tribe of Grim. They all joined on my tribe, so it was the tribe of Grim. And so, like, people would, like, come to my hut and, like, give me offerings. They'd be, like, they would just drop stuff and be, like, here. And I'd, like, pick it up, and it was, like, stuff I've never seen in the game before. I'm, like, I don't even... It'd be, like, a like a, dre- like a, um, a dressing for your helmet that made it look like your head was a dragon. Or, like, made your head look like it was a, a, a Wyvern uh, Dodo head or something like that. And I was, like, this is crazy. So, again, just hung out. We, we went from, like, level one to, like, level... 24 that throughout the night (laughs) and uh this was a beach that was covered in trees when we were done it was just sand (laughs) there was like we were like we need uh more wood and i'm like looking around i'm like 
Well, we gotta scale that cliff and get up to the woods up there because there, unless we wait like several days, there are no trees. So um, but that's how much we built. That's how much construction and just hunting and all that stuff happened and how many dinos we caught. And, you know, and then just fun that we had where people were like, we die, we forgot to make a bed, we, we'd end up spawning like, you know, a mile down the beach and someone would have to come rescue us because we, you know, have to run by raptors and stuff. It was an experience is how I would put it. It was a little chaotic because it's our first time doing it, but it was so much fun to just play this like sandbox game with a bunch of people and I, and and make new friends and make people that like they join the discord and they and they've been talking to us all week and they're already excited for next friday and it just it just it was a fun fun experience that i've never been able to really do except i mean i guess like the closest thing to this would be like raids in destiny and you've been part of a raid that i'd so you know that's only fun for so long until the frustration sets in and then everybody yells at everybody. So like, this is different because like, if you're being obnoxious, I just go somewhere else and build. Like it, it's just, there's no, there's no necessary, like we have to work together. It's just, there's a bonus if we work together. And the cool part was everybody did, you know, and we see people that clearly knew how to play the game better than us. That went from like level one to level 30 something like, where I'm still like a 10 because they were going around picking up these journals that were giving them XP boosts and stuff. And so then they started taking us around to show us where the journals were. And, you know, and then they would like roll in with like a raft that was built out of stone and we're still building stuff out of thatch. Like we don't even have, we don't even have the wood capabilities yet. And they were like, um, you know, I'm going to join your, your clan. Now you, you can use anything that I got built. So it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was next, it was, it was weird. It was weird in such a cool way. We co-streamed it with some people too, so it was just, it was Owl, myself, and some of the some of the people we met. So it's been nice because we were able to help them kind of grow because uh, they just got started streaming. Mm -hmm. They really started streaming because of us, and yeah, it was just. I can't wait for next Friday. It, it was really cool, and the, and we're only opening up that server on Fridays during the stream. So like. We'll all jump back in and we'll progress together again. So we won't have that whole concept of like, oh, I jumped in and some of the guys have been playing every day since last Friday and they're level 100 now and I'm still level 24. We're, we're, we're controlling that a little bit just so that we can hopefully experience this game as a whole throughout. So, yeah, Community Night's pretty cool on Mixer. And that's, I just want to thank everybody that's hit that follow button over at Grimlock the Dino and who shows up to all my streams. Like, that's something that I haven't experienced before either, where it's like, yeah, you love ARK, and I'm glad you found me because of ARK. But then I go play Fortnite or I go play League of Legends. And you join the stream, and then, like, you're like, I don't know anything about League of Legends. Tell me about it. I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you everything I know about it. Like, it was super cool because here's we went from I don't know this game and they're coaching me to I know League very well and I'm telling and I'm teaching them. So it was it was cool. Good times. Gaming moment of the week. Nice. That and my double head, my double headshot snipe in Fortnite. Man, did you see that? No, no, no. It just, 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 it just. This reminded me I played oh, one uh, play, I have play, a play, clip play. actually. I'll I can't share, see I'll it. share the clip out because I have a I clipped it. I couldn't believe it. I was just like 
owl's like, oh, yeah, they're right over here. So I run up to this tree and this rock, and I kind of just kneel. I zoom in, and I'm just I'm on someone's head. So I just pull the trigger. Nice. Drop them. And this is duos. So I'm like, well, they'll just, they're like in a town, at like, I don't know, 150 meters away. So I'm like, ah, oh, they're just, that was a really good shot, but they're going to pick their guy up and, and run away. And so that's why I reload my sniper, and I lean back out, and I zoom in. And I see this just, like, little teeny weird, like, dome. And I'm like, ah, maybe. And I, like, aim up just a little bit, and I shoot. And it was the dude trying to pick up the other dude, and I hit him right, graze the top of his head, boom, double kill. And I was like, wow. Like, I, I haven't gotten that lucky in Fortnite in a long time, so that was, uh, that was another highlight for me. Time to retire. And we won that round. Nice. Yeah, go on a high note. We got a win last night. I got I got seventh one time in Fortnite. Never played it again. <laughs> Good enough for me. Top ten, I'm out. I know. <laughs> that was the same for me. I made top ten, and I was like, yep, I'm done. Man. But yeah. So I've been uh, real, my real quick comment about Fortnite Chapter 2, because I, I was hard on it when we first talked about it. Yeah, you, you just defecate. No, it's, a, it's I, definitely yeah, extravagant. Yeah, <laughs> an that, exaggeration. That's stretching it. Um, but I will say it has grown on me a lot where I actually do appreciate the the cleaned up version that we're playing right now. Mm-hmm. It definitely like the competitive level feels it feels like for people like me that I'm not great at the game, I feel like it's worth me trying because I think from time to time I can win. Yeah. And like that had disappeared in Fortnite for quite some time. So real nice. All right. Well that's uh that's it. That's uh that's the show. That's episode 284 of the Games Little Podcast. And if that wasn't enough for you, you can listen to the other podcasts. We have other fantastic shows available for you. GameZillaMedia.com or wherever you subscribe to the Games Little Podcast. I'm talking about some good stuff like Noiseland Arcade, our Simpsons podcast, Noobs and Dragons, our tabletop campaign. It's a story you don't want to miss. Season two is going on now. It's a whole new group of noobs, and Craig WK is just as mean to them as he was to Grim, Chops, and Jazzy. Of course, Legend of Retro, our classic gaming podcast, and a special plug to the Last Action podcast, a podcast I have been Closely affiliated through the month of October. This week's episode that dropped uh, Monday, if you're watching us live now, if you're watching us, uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast that dropped yesterday, go listen to the Last Action Podcast. They invited me on to just chat their damn ears off about Freddy versus Jason, one of my all time favorite movies. Uh, but also, Sphinx and I recorded a bunch of horror movie mini casts that are available on the Last Action Podcast feed, and we have a special one that's going to be a Patreon only dropping uh, dropping on uh, the day after Halloween. A special p it's it's one you don't want to miss. I really abused Sphinx in making him uh, watch this movie. So a lot of great shows available for you. Gamesillamedia.com. Go there, give him a look, get in our Discord, start chatting with everyone, and learn more about them. Yeah, okay, and then actually we do have a last-minute piece that we wanted to uh, I'm gonna lock my phone here that we wanted to reference. Well, while Grimm's doing that, I'll do the quick reminder. Next week, if you come to twitch.tv slash Media at 7 p.m. Monday night, uh, we won't be here. We're moving to Mixer, mixer.com slash Media. Uh, that's where you're going to watch us from now on. Uh, so just you know, appreciate you, you giving us a follow there and uh, joining us in this next uh, step of the Gamezilla stream. 
All right, so we had a uh, last-second news drop here from Craig WK. So Craig WK, who is part of everything here at GameZilla Media, also streams on twitch.tv slash Craig WK. But from this Saturday, this coming Saturday... Which uh, what's the calendar here? If it's to, that that would be November third, November second, November second. There yep. we go. Um, from one, let's see here. Is this uh, one p.m. to eleven p.m. Eastern Standard Time? He'll be streaming Undertale as part of a charity stream event on Twitch, uh, invited by uh, a group of people that uh, are doing this. All donations will go to Children's Miracle Network. And you can join him once again at twitch.tv slash craigwk, 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He will be streaming Undertale doing, during a marathon to raise money for Children's Miracle Network. Nice. Super, super cool. Uh, Craig, thank you for doing that. All right. As, as one more reminder, uh, if you uh, like us on Twitch and you're going to miss us next week, don't forget you can watch full episodes of the Games of the Podcast available on YouTube. Player One Maggie's doing a kick-ass job getting those posted. So, uh, you know, go ahead. Give us a subscription on YouTube. It's free to subscribe on YouTube. And uh, get those notifications when the show is available there for you if you like watching us in video at your leisure. It's also Deadite's birthday. It's my birthday. Thank you for being part of... The Deadite Knights, bitchin' birthday bash. We got all three B's in. I had a wonderful day. Thanks for thanks, guys. We just got one more task, and that's that we gotta burn this bitch to the ground. Because guess what? We're going to Mixer! Mixer.com slash Gamesville Media. Go hit that follow button right now. We will see you next week. Thank you for hanging out on episode 284 of the Gamesville Podcast. And uh, just remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time on Mixer.com slash Gamesville Media, game on. I, I think you guys might want to run because it's actually burning down. No. I, I'm dancing in the ashes. This is how I wanted to go. 31 is enough years for me. <laughs> Bye, Amazon. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Now all your packages are going to be late. Oh, except for that stuff. That stuff's all good, so <laughs> I love you from that side. Eat shit, Twitch. <laughs>